0: There she is,
1: almost. Jay. All these things I have to do. Hi. You did good. You did good. <laughs> How I'm are you? I'm good. How are you two?
2: I'm good. I'm good. Jenny, <laughs> little haggard.
0: Oh me too. Me too. I rushed in traffic. I'm yet with another background. I'm at my sister's house. Because I wanted to it in time. I got stuck late at work and I didn't want to miss this show. I don't blame you, man.
2: I may I make it happen when Dr. Span is on. <laughs> Welcome back to you, Dr. Span of the Lesbian Couples Institute in Colorado. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Uh, it's Thanks good to see you again.
1: Look at you with your red on. That's so nice. no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not even Valentine's. No, but you know, I got these new red glasses. And so I have to like
2: gotta coordinate. Out close to
1: where the- <laughs> I coordinate. So. Oh, you're very coordinated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. Looking lovely. We um
2: it will in our email we were talking about like uh like topics or whatever. Oh, I just realized my washer is gonna beep in like two minutes. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyways, I, <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, we were talking about like uh what topics, and at first I was like super interested in like, well, what do most people want to work on? Like, especially most people our age, what do they, you know, what do they want to work on? And then I was like, but wait a minute. I also want to know about like outside factors that play into our relationships, you know, like, like family and friends and exes, especially because it's, it's good. We're kicking off pride month. Yeah, June is pride month. And that (laughs) means every festival you go to, you're going to see a handful of exes and you're going to (laughs) either look the other way or have to be cordial. Um, so yeah, there was just like a, a lot of things I, I I wondered about. And then I thought, well, is that something that people want to work on? Is this, does it all tie in together? So I'm going to leave that to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love your thinking around that. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think for people our age and and I'm, you know, I always speak to lesbian couples because that that's the work that I do. Um, but But I do, I think that, sometimes our life gets complicated at this stage by uh, what one of my mentors Stan Tatkin, calls thirds. So if my partner and I are, are the two thirds are anything outside of our, our little coupledom, right? So yes. jobs, parents, grandkids, exes, um, other friendships all. And, and And so we have to learn to manage those things, which be, you know, become sort of heavy at this stage of life. Um, we have to manage that so that it doesn't infringe on our the specialty of our relationship and really continuing to put our relationship first. Okay, mm-hmm. got it.
2: That is true. My wife to turn off the washer.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we no, go.
0: I, I come from a, a, a close Italian family. And I find, I think this is a great topic, by the way, Denise, I, I like that you touched upon this because families, because I've been saying this because there's been like holiday after holiday and then there's birthdays and then there's Mother's Day and it never ends. And when you have an, a close family, and I say Italian because I think the Italians are unusually you know, a tribal group, right? Yep. <laughs> I had an ex, a family ex, not my ex, say that. I don't want to say who it was, but she <laughs> was an in law of someone and they were very waspy. And she's like, You are a very tribal people, aren't you? Because, <laughs> because you know, just I think sure. that's a
1: great compliment, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> no, that's a great way of. Um,
0: I guess. Yeah, I guess. Kind of like in, in my big fat Greek wedding when she's telling the guy, we, we're in each other's business and we eat too much and we fight too much and we're always with two, with
2: each other. And it's, it's true though, I like but that. I mean, it could and, be Jewish families. It could be Greek families. Right. It Italian families, yeah. but yeah. In my case,
0: it's Italian. And we are very, very, um, you know, sometimes I think it's too much. And then, so is it too much when the other person, you know, I'm just putting, I'm just saying this, like, the other person doesn't come from that, or worse, when the other person does, because now it's two families that are pulling at you and want yeah. you to be with them. And I and I've had, you know, some family members, and I can't say who, you mm-hmm. know, marriages that didn't work out and relationships not work out because it was just it was too much at the end after years of it, you know. And sometimes I wonder if that. Pulling at you, you know. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, and so then you look at. When you look at TV shows sometimes and you see it's just them when they don't have family written into their characters, right? And it's like, they don't have to worry about that. So I think that sometimes you do have to put yourselves first. Like you said, you have to put that relationship first. I think that's a good point that you make, Dr.
2: Dr. Spin, Do you feel like you have to communicate to the thirds or do you have to communicate with your partner about something like that?
1: I think both, but there's, but there's an order to that, right? So first you have to work it out with your partner and get clear on what boundaries you want to have as a, as a couple with each other and with thirds. Um, and then sometimes it does take, you know, Communicating to the larger family that you know when 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 I was single I could go to every single event, yeah, <laughs> uh, birthday party and celebration. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm a package deal now. That means I have to I have to consider my my partner's desires and and mm-hmm. um, and plus suddenly our calendars got double things double. Uh, because I'm a part of that family too. Um, and so we're going to do our best to to be great family members and show up when we can. And I may not be at every single thing or right. I may, may stay a little bit less time. Um, right. You said something interesting, uh, JD, which is, you know, if if you're partnered with somebody that doesn't have this family culture of togetherness and tribalism and and, um, <laughs> tribalism. you know, that that big family, uh, it can be challenging because individuals that don't come, that come from more of an island family culture of where, you know, we stay to ourselves and we're more independent from the larger family. Mm -hmm. It can be, how do I want to say it? It can be like overwhelming, even sort of physiologically and neurologically and, Uh. and emotionally to suddenly be around so many people so frequently. Mm -hmm. So there can be tension that rises up around
2: that. Yeah. Like Jay, you would, would probably get this more so than anybody, but when you were married to a man. Yes. There was no question when you said, Oh, you know, this Thanksgiving, we got to go to his family Uh, or whatever. Your, your folks are like, Oh, okay. You know, no worries or whatever. Um, right. Right. A little, like, I don't know, do we not get the same respect as couples, Mm
0: -hmm. you know, or
2: like, I I don't know, but the thing, I I was fortunate because when I was married to a man, our families just gelled into one big glob, (laughs) so, you know, you know, like, so Christmases, everybody was there, Thanksgiving, everybody was there, you didn't have to pick and choose what family, because thankfully, we were all kind of in the same area and neighborhood, and you know, it, it was easier. And then, and then I lucked out again, because, you know, living here, my wife's family's in Australia, and my family's in the States. So right. do, it's just us. Right. right. But I, I understand, like, you know, a majority of people have two families pulling at them, um, yeah. you know, for things, especially if they have good relation, a good relationship with their family, but the pressure to not disappoint anyone or not upset anyone there it is jay we'll <laughs> edit this out i'm going to go turn my washer off <laughs> <laughs> okay, i'm going
1: to turn my heater down while we're at it okay
2: God, that was embarrassing okay you know here, you know it, here okay? in england the washing machine is in the kitchen so ah, <laughs> the washing it. machine is like right behind me in the kitchen it's ah. Yeah. So
0: I didn't have a chance to even fix Doctor Span because I rushed from work, but I didn't want to. <laughs> You're my favorite off the record, my favorite guest,
2: so I have to be oh, like, I wasn't missing this, but I didn't. Well, I, I think you look just beautiful so no worries I, I was worried about you Russian I was like oh god I hope she doesn't speed and like run red lights and try uh, to get home thank you.
0: <laughs> I remembered mean, my sister lived much closer so I texted her and I said can I do the podcast from your house <laughs> that
1: was brilliant yeah, yeah. Just, nice let
2: up. just let me clean up <laughs> When my, when my mother was in sales, she used to know uh, where everybody was at along her route so she could stop and use their bathroom. So, <laughs> <laughs> I get
1: That's it. Uh, anyways.
2: So um, is that, is that one of the things that, that, that uh, people come to you about? Like, how do I do this without yeah. setting? Yeah. It's a, you sometimes, know, it at is. Age, you know, cause you've got that bond with your family so formed, yes. um, you know, and, and you're, and you're, You know, everybody has kind of like innate quality to be a little bit of a people pleaser. I guess it's just it just sucks. Like I I I remember like you know when I when I was with uh, you know different girlfriends or whatever and having to do things at their at their family. Like I wanted to be with my family. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, (laughs) but but yeah, it's it's difficult because you want to please them, you want to please your family, you want to please their family. What that's a load. That's a load.
1: And I think it's outable as, as long as there's open communication about it. And, and, and what that means is you speak up, you speak up about what you want and what you desire and you both take turns doing that. And then you, and then that positions you to, f- to figure out the best solution uh, a lot of times because of that people pleasing, um, I was going to say gene, it's, uh, I'll call it a download that most of us got (laughs) from our mothers and their (laughs) mothers before them. Um, We we often avoid speaking up. And so then we end up just going along with what, you know, whoever wins. And then over time we get resentful. So it's super important to speak up and, and that, that may cause some tension and, you know, for a little bit, but it at least puts you in a position to, to negotiate a good, solution for both of you. Yeah, we I mean, say
2: yeah. it's like, all right, now it's on the table. <laughs> yeah. Now it's yeah. on the table. It's something that we do have to, you know, figure out. It's, it's, it's there. You, we can't avoid it. But you know, a lot of times I um I have I have some friends that have been married, you know, I guess the same, same as me and Jem like 12, 13 years. Um and they still, after all this time, have um uh, uh, issue with like how much their families interfere with their really and they have a kid too. So the family, yeah. you know, obviously has, wants to have input on how they're raising their kid. Mm. And, you know, at, at, and I, at my, I, you know, like when they, when I hear about it, I'm just like, Oh my God, like that's, that's gotta be, you know, uh, really, really rough because, you know, that everybody's doing it out of a, place of love they're not doing it to be intrusive or you know wh- whatever it is if it's not a kid maybe it's like mortgage advice or buying a house or what kind of car you're driving you know whatever but your you know parents and family and outside factors you know piling on the the uh, the advice or whatever and then you have to sift through it and-
1: yeah, or or lovingly say, oh, I so appreciate that, that you care so much about us and, and our success. And thankfully, you raised me well. So I really know how to make decisions around this. Um, now, so, uh, we, so we have three grandkids, Lisa and I, and um, th- one, of, one of their mommies who lives near us will sort of lovingly say, you know, I got this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love well, it, and, I love and, it. And, and that's cool that's like oh yeah that, that's a little checkpoint for that that's right these are adults who right. so you know what they're doing
2: <laughs> right i, I love say, that Jay.
0: you said earlier that you need to remember to take care of your own relationship though and i think sometimes maybe that means saying no to both families and yeah. do something the two of you and i maybe not necessarily a holiday but Um, but I think that sometimes, and maybe it is also acknowledging for your partner that maybe your family might be overwhelming. So you're Um, like, you know, I'm going to put a limit on it. So we're going to be in and out by this time. And I promise Mm -hmm. you, we're not going to have to spend whatever, because sometimes you could get there and they keep you trapped. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not just her family, it's (laughs) my family too, you know, but I'll be like, look, I'm going to, we're taking our own car or we're not going back to the house after we go out to dinner or something. So you're not trapped there. I find that I'm more willing to admit that than she is, you know, I'm more willing to admit my family's overwhelming. I don't want to stay there six hours tonight, you know, and I'm going to not going to have us trapped where, you know, when it's her, she'll say, you know, well, what's the matter? I never see them. Or, you know, like, it's not the same. Like I'm, I'm, I'm on an island with that, you know, uh-huh. on uh-huh. an island. And I don't want to have to be the person to say that, but I say it when it's my family. I don't want to be trapped with my family either, uh-huh. you know? right. It's, it's just, I just feel sometimes there's no way out with that.
2: I get it. Before we leave the house, no matter what we're doing, whether it's family or friends, uh, going out to, you know, meeting up with people or whatever, I always go over the x plan, (laughs) you
1: know, (laughs) exit strategy, exit strategy,
2: x X plan, because I don't, I don't, I'm not, and I think a lot of it had to do with the pandemic. Like I'm just not used to being out of the house for long periods of time. -hmm. Um, easing, you know, into it, and you know, doing, going to Florida was a big, a big, thing for me. Like to to get through, get back, and get back to what I know. (laughs) That was just like woof. So yeah, like the the exfil plan for these as we open back up and start going out and start seeing people again. I got. I got about this
1: much in me for that. Yeah, and we're out of, we're out of practice. Um, yeah. it, it, and, you know, some, sometimes it's okay to say, Let, let's take two vehicles or we'll go together. And, and I have the option to take a lift home because I want you to have as much time as you need with your family. Right. Yes. And I don't want to feel trapped. Right. So, so, right. so you can get creative in how you handle that. Okay. But another thing okay. I think is really important when it comes to spending time with each other's family is a, a concept I I think of as staying tethered. So, um, here we are, and you know, if it's a big mad family, there's thirty people in the house, and I'm going to keep my eye on where you, my dear, are, and I'm going to yeah. swing back around to you, and I'm going to give you a little squeeze and if you need something we have an agreement that you can say hey meet me in the on the back porch or the bathroom yeah. or yeah. let's yeah. take a walk around the block so that we can remember we're our, our primary focus is each other and protecting each other Definitely. so whether that is we need to leave early or we're just gonna find a, a, a time and space to to connect uh, that can be super helpful too that's
2: really good yeah that
1: was a
0: great point that's a great point and, you know, like, like with my family, if I say I have things to do, I need to go home. It's not enough to say that. I need to tell them what the things are. Oh, what do you have to do? And then when I tell them, well, couldn't you do that before? Oh, I have laundry. I have to do emails. Uh-huh. Oh, you couldn't take care of them. You know, that's the way they are with me. Yeah. You know? yeah. but if I say she's got something to do it's fine with them okay well we don't want to take her time you could you know (laughs) so i mean i think i need to use the opposite strategy with my family but i do like that point that you need to check back with your partner to see how they're doing in the sea of everyone else that might be there if there's a lot of people oh yeah. Yeah, yeah overwhelming
2: yeah i i um You know, like, like I said before, when Gemma and I were in that stage where we were both in our respective countries and we spent a lot of time on the phone, you know, and video chat, you know, like back then, like AOL buddy chat or whatever it was, you know, I, you know, like she got firsthand, like to see how my family would just walk in, you know, and (laughs) hang out and whatever. And, you know, like, I think over a period of time, like there was, you know, she was able to adjust to how it was going to be, um, you know, cause her, her family's very different. They're very reserved. They're very respectful. They're very, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, get reserved, I guess is it's the best way to put it. Whereas my family is unleashed and now, like you know, she, she, you know, got a feel for that before actually physically being in their presence in their space. So I think that was a good, training period, if you will. Exposure
1: therapy. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it, it really ended up, you know, being a, a good thing. Um, and then, you know, then we, uh, when we were, were here and we don't have those things pushing and pulling at us um, it's, you know, it's, it's nice, you know, it's like a, a, every decision is yours and yours alone, you know, and that's what, yeah. I mean, kind of, kind of dig that, but I do, think you know um like she has a bigger friendship circle because she works in town so she like tonight she went out to eat with coworkers or whatever you know and I don't that that kind of stuff doesn't bother me I don't want to go anyways so it it ends up working out and and we've really found the balance in that like I um you know I'm picky about the things that I do want to do because it's not as easy as just jumping in your car and going someplace over here you know it's planning the bus schedule the train schedule and looking to see what time the tubes are going and you know, nothing is, is easy. There's always a a plan involved. So it's not as um, fun, you know, (laughs) it's a lot of thinking involved in it, as opposed to just grabbing your keys and heading out, you know? Um, But yeah, I think that we've got like a really good balance about the things that we, you know, we, we want to do together, the things that we want to do separately you know, a lot of the times she she's not a big because she's gluten free, dairy free and a vegetarian. It's not easy for her to go out and eat. <laughs> so, you know, I'll make plans with my friends to go eat meat, drink dairy, do it, <laughs> do it all. And she's, you know, fine sitting home eating a salad. So it, you know, we we swap a lot of that. And it's I, I think that's, you know, crazy cool, because it, that could be something that really needles away. Like I have moments of frustration, just like, can't figure out what to cook for her. It's like my my joy of cooking is slowly being sucked away because I it's really difficult to find gluten free things and all that kind of stuff. So we have those uh, testy moments where I'm like, you just gonna have to sort yourself out because I don't know how to make that, <laughs> you know. Um, but I don't I don't consider that an outside factor or the gluten free thing a third. <laughs> I'm not sure, but you know. um, yeah, I just I just yeah, think. But- Social media plays a huge part in it too. You know, like I'm a constant scroller and I'm always looking at my Twitter feed and everything. And my wife is like zero social media presence whatsoever. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so
1: that can be a third, uh, your screen is. time yeah. and, and managing that and having way, and willing whatever. to say, okay, I'm going to put that aside for an hour so we can just... Yeah. Hang out and talk to each other. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. And then for her to understand, sometimes that's just how you like decompress and. uh Well,
2: yeah, a lot of it. Like I, I honestly, and I'm not even joking. I consider it work because most of the time right. I'm promoting something, promoting the podcast, yeah. promoting the book, promoting the cartoon. I'm, I always have things going on in projects. So it's not just to, to bitch about politics. <laughs> it It is more, more or less to promote stuff. So but i can fall down the rabbit hole you know on uh, uh, of reels and tiktok and all that kind of stuff but i try not to do that you know unless she's doing it if she's like playing a game you mm-hmm. know then that, oh like, yeah green that's light then right it. yeah green, green light so yeah there it's a uh, um there's a, a lot of things i think that hammer away at relationships you must be like booked constantly like i <laughs> there's so many things. Yeah I, I,
1: uh, I don't have job scarcity that's for sure I'm not not worried about uh, losing my income
2: for sure. Do you, do you feel like you you talk about the same things a lot because people are kind of you know um, having a lot of the same issues between the, the yeah. pandemic and the politics and the outside mm-hmm. factors? I,
1: I think there there's overlapping themes for so many people and couples and then and then there's uniqueness per per individual couple too so that makes it interesting but there are a lot of overlapping themes for sure
0: do you-, do you find that the uh that the screen time is a big third of attention in a in a relationship nowadays like
1: people yeah,
0: complain their partners on on their phone a lot and, yeah,
1: yes. Yeah. And I, and I think it, it can lead to a, a, a chronic sense of disconnection. Mm-hmm. And it's an easy fix, um, which is to make an agreement that, I don't know, it, maybe even every day you're going to have a, a screen free, you know, say no to screen time yeah. um, <laughs> policy in your relationship so that, you know, whether it's half an hour or a couple hours or wh- whatever works that, you know, we're, we're going to get that. Remember the basket that the, the kids would put their phones in for dinner time. So yeah. we're going to do that. We're, we're going to shut it off and, and do something else, yeah. um, whether it's w- walk in the park or, or play a game together, or go have sex or eat dinner without interruption. What, you know, whatever it is so that we can get that quality of connection time. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's huge. That's really huge. We, we uh, started doing puzzles like every once in a while on a Sunday afternoon, which was super fun. Like I completely forgot about how fun it is to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) You can talk or not. (laughs) You know what I mean? You can, you can be, you know, studying it for a half an hour and then say a word like, you know, but yeah, I just, I, that's, that's a pretty fun thing that we've been doing together. And I, and I just completely, I don't think I even ever did them as a kid. So it's been like really cool to get into But uh, yeah, it's, it's just something to not be in front of the TV, you know, like watching movies or watching recorded television or, you know, playing anything on a screen and an iPad and that kind of thing. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, just something you could do together and focus on without a, a screen anywhere anywhere
1: and, and you're getting the added benefit of doing something novel some something that that's yep. different yeah. and that that lights up some of the dopamine in our brains when we do new things yeah. um, and and the success of finding that perfect piece that fits in right. that spot for is is like, it. Yeah, absolutely you get a little <laughs> dopamine hit you're there with your partner and it's all yeah. good
2: oh god forbid i find a, a connect four game we're in big trouble <laughs> but yeah, that, that kind of retro stuff is like super fun super fun but yeah. uh, jay i always wondered like because you're like this rock star that is is that a third <laughs> in your relationship do you feel like oh definitely that's a very good point uh,
0: you know we were just talking about this <clears throat> i was talking about this with my niece because she used to be married to a guitar player my guitar player actually and uh, it, the, yes, it's definitely, it's, it's such a pull because um, it's your passion. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're gonna do it at night. You're gonna do it when you're tired. And then when you have your, your shows, you know, it's what you're gearing up to do. And okay. there's so many band wives that don't ever come to a show that you, I, there are guys I've worked with, I've never met their wife and they've been, wow. they've been married 25 years. And I'm like, you know, and some of the guys I work with, they look good. They put themselves together nicely and they go out there and the girls are hitting on them. And, you know, and I'm like, man, if that were my husband, I think I'd want to be there. And I would be supporting him because you want your person to be there out there in the audience. And I don't think they get that. So I, you know, my first relationship in me uh, being in the music world was my, when I was married to my husband. And he saw that as a way to just hit on the women and flirt with the women that were out in the audience because he would never be listening to me. And I would have, you know, at that time I had girls coming to see me, right? Because I was playing, <laughs> and they'd be like, "Why does he talk to me the whole time? I'm here to watch you, and he sits there and talks." To me. So there was that, right? And my second relationship, she met me playing on stage, so she had this like. This she started out as a fan, so she thought that this there was this perfect person up there that she wanted to be with, and then she didn't realize what went along with getting up the, all the work it took <laughs> it being yeah. on stage yeah. and hated the fact that I was o- always in the studio or I was always rehearsing at night. So she hated that I wasn't home a lot at night because she didn't see that part of it, you yeah. know. And now in my yeah. relationship. You know, I think she's she accepts it, but I don't think she's so nuts about it because she didn't meet me, <clears throat> excuse me, performing. And right after we got together, like a few months after the pandemic hit. So oh. for the whole time after that, like she never experienced like <laughs> my playing, it was me playing in the bedroom on yeah. uh, on a Zoom show, you know? And so she thought that was cool because she was, you know, I was reaching people all over the world, as I said, the last show um, it w- when we were talking about that. But, <clears throat> excuse me, once it became that I was playing out, I sometimes think it's a problem, even though she'll say it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, you're taking the thing you love that you get so excited about, and they just can't get that excited about it. And for a, a time, I was with another musician, and I think that was the only time we got it because we were both playing, we played together too, um, in a, in a band. But the thing is, is that that also came with its own set of problems when you played together in a band. But the, the other thing I want to say about this, that probably wraps that up in a nutshell is Janice Ian. I have to bring it back to Janice Ian, Denise. Jesus Jay. Dr. (laughs) Janice Ian, Janice Ian is a, is a rock star. Um, she said, Quote, when you, when you are with a, a musician, you can only be, or when you marry a musician, you can only be their mistress because the music is always going to be their first love. And I, I don't want to say that we choose the music over our partner in, you know, an important, you know, for, over in the for the important part of life, but it is your love, it is your passion, and you can't leave it behind. So you almost they almost have to share you with with that. but I think maybe that has to do with anyone who's passionate about their work, you know, whether it's even if it's not music, even if yeah. they're an artist or an author or a doctor. but um, the only thing that comes along with the music musician part is you have people who are flirting with you, which just kind of goes with the job of being on stage. and then they need to just understand that it's not. That's not if they would if they would embrace what you're doing, you don't care about the other people, but you want your person to appreciate what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of partners of musicians don't get that; they just rebel and they repel it and they don't go, you know.
1: Yeah, and I think you can generalize that to to other passions. You know, Mm -hmm. whether our work, our our hobbies, our you know, whatever, whatever we're passionate about, if our partner can celebrate that and and show interest and curiosity, bringing the the element of compassion and curiosity to the table so that you can share about that, that can actually benefit the relationship. Because whenever we, we bring positive energy into the relationship, it, it does us good. And so Um, I think you're right for partners to appreciate that show up and then take that energy of, of delight. And this is my passion and I'm fiery about this. I'm bring that into the relationship. So, so when you leave a gig and you're both together and you're like on cloud nine, then take that on for another hour or two and and infuse that into your relationship. Exactly.
2: That's true. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm pretty lucky. Like uh, all the partners that I've had were really supportive of you know whatever, whether it was a podcast or a live gig or, you know, emceeing it at things. You know, we, I mean, Jay, you you remember Rena? Like she was like, she was like our champion. (laughs) She, yes, was just you know, and still is. She's still like you know, still a really good friend, but. Um, and, and Gemma's always been that way too. She, from the sidelines, like she definitely doesn't like to have the spotlight on her, but from the sidelines, she's like, yeah. you know, push. So yeah, well, I mean, that's.
0: Calling to the show, right? Or, or yeah. right. Yeah. Texting yeah. or calling.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She was a big part of it. So yeah. And then she kind of like outgrew it, you know, you know what I mean? But I mean, like, she's still supportive, but like, yeah, she doesn't really, it's rare for her to make an appearance. So it's. Yeah. It's, it is it's it's really a neat thing when you can uh share it you know share share their thing too whatever whatever uh-huh. their
1: yeah. things
2: you know so that's yeah that's that's pretty good I yeah, always I think that. that, you know like you that's hard because I don't know if anybody's as passionate about anything as you are about music but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a that's a good point yeah. though. like to bring that little bit of oomph that you get from a gig or whatever right the door with you yeah and as, as, as opposed to like deflating because it's over you know? right I
0: think that's the perfect way to put it when you said you want your partner to celebrate what yeah. you're doing
2: mm-hmm. because
0: other people are so you want them to that's the person you want to please and that's absolutely want to be proud of you so yeah that's a really good
2: point that's cool I love when we get to take away like something like that. Like, (laughs) it's so helpful. Like just those little, like. (laughs) How do you
0: get them like to to appreciate? I guess that's the question. If they're seeing it as a rival to your attention, how do you get them to, uh, you know, see it as a, you know, appreciate this. Don't, don't. Oh my
2: God, Jay, we have five minutes and she's got (laughs) to sum that question up in five minutes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a two way street um if, if when you get some appreciation from them then then give a little back right like wow this, this is great you your and not to be base but but your appreciation is a total turn on for me so what can i do for right. you now oh yeah. Um, no, yeah right um That's and so true. so it's it it, it mushrooms it, appreciation begets connection um, and so there, there's a win in that for your partner as well. Wow! See, she got it in
0: less than five minutes. That, that she is really nailed
1: it. Wow! Yes. <laughs>
2: totally we nailed it. Man, you can have your own show. <laughs> I think, I think the best thing we're gonna we'll have if if it's okay, we'll have Doctor uh, Doctor Span back in in June um, after everybody's been to all the Pride festivals. And have had all the big fights about running into exes. (laughs) The worst part of pride is that you got to like see all the the exes. um, No, I always think it's like, um, it, it actually, it's, it's kind of fun because you don't, you don't see them in your everyday life. So once a year, you know, you get to be like, you know, that kind of thing. But um, yeah, some people just don't, don't like that. And that's one of the things I think, we we'll save for the next show. Like
1: um stay tethered. Stay tethered and pride. So when you run stay into stay tethered,
2: action. that's gonna be that's gonna be the new goodbye. Okay, <laughs> oh, stay tethered. <laughs> <laughs> oh Dr. Span, thank you so much for sharing your time with us. We really appreciate it. Oh, that. you're
1: welcome. It was great fun as always. You all I will, have
2: uh, a- I will get with you on a, on a date that suits us all. And uh and wow, what a cool topic that'll be. <laughs>
1: All right. Take good care. care.
2: Bye ladies.